Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Car loading down 2%. Great car loadings? What's that got to do with us? It's self-obvious, Eddie. Some of our less bourgeois customers ride the rods. <laughs> A thing like that could cut into our out-of-town train. So what's this article here on business advice? Where? Hey, well, what do you know? It's wrote by J.C. Crabtree. He used to be in business right here on 3rd Avenue. An expert on economics? He ought to be. He went bankrupt three times. What do you say? He says inflation hurts business. If all small businessmen would reduce their prices one-tenth, the resulting reduction would be 10%. <laughs> hey, that crab tree makes sense. Yeah, you can't argue with logic like that. Yeah, well, Eddie, you know the way prices is now, people just can't make ends meet. So I think it's up to us retail merchants to at least meet their ends halfway. <laughs> well, how are we going to do that? Well, like that economics guy says, we're going to cut our prices 10%, and we're going to do it effective as of our next customer. Why can't we start this week? <laughs> However, before we start cutting our prices, we'll naturally have to start cutting our overhead. Uh, overhead? Your salary. <laughs> you can find it, you can cut it. That's the spirit, Eddie. Yes, sir. From now on, everything around here will be 10% off. Uh, hello, Arch. Oh, hiya, Finnegan. How they do, yeah! Wait a minute, Finnegan. New Year's Eve ain't till Sunday night. Oh, no wonder that cop got mad when I threw confetti in his face. Finnegan, how come you're celebrating New Year's Eve two nights ahead of time? Well, it's easier to get reservations. Reservations? Where are you going? Oh, the store club. Finnegan, they wouldn't let you in a store club in a million years. Oh, good. Then I'll have plenty of time to shave. 
care to join me, Arch? No, Finney, and I'm busy on me plan to cut the high cost of living. Oh. How does the plan wait, Arch? Well, well, let me put it this way. You know, uh, you've got a dog, right? Right. And you've got to wash this dog with police soap, right? Right. Now, how much do you pay for this police soap? Fifteen cents. And how long does it last you? Assuming I only use it on me dog? <laughs> Well, let's say I give the dog his regular bath every two weeks. Then once in a while I take one myself. <laughs> it lasts about eight months, Arch. Why? Well, you see, if you save 10% on your dog's fleece soap, over a period of two years, it would come to almost the price of a newspaper or a book or a magazine. So what, Arch? The dog can't read. <laughs> That's the side to the point. I'm trying to explain to you the economic system. You see, economics is a science that the government uses to balance our national income against our national expense. I see. How does it work? Uh, not very well. You're listening to WERE in Cleveland, and the program is Classic Radio Theater. My name is Jim Merling. We hope you enjoy what you're hearing. There's more to come, so keep your dial right where it is. Now, normally, prices fluctuate, you see, but sometimes big companies get their cartels together, and uh, they fix these prices so that they can't flux. <laughs> this is what is known as uh, international monotony. You mean monopoly. Do you want to give the lecture? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Professor. Now, take money. Yeah? You see, the basis of economics is money, which was originated with the early Romans when they first took their public baths. Now, these baths was for the poor people. The people with dough couldn't get in. Hence the expression, the filthy rich. <laughs> Nothing like an education, huh, Eddie? <laughs> Nothing like the one you got. Thank you very much. But to continue, Penny, and you see, since the days of the Romans, uh, money has always been the medium of exchange. Except today, it ain't a very happy medium. <laughs> well, why is that, Arch? Well, the dollar devaluates less all the time, especially uh, during an era of upward flux. So, uh, as I say, since we are no longer on the gold standard, and since we are no longer on the silver standard, if inflation sets in... What will we be on then? I hesitate to say. Well, now that we've discussed high finance, uh, Finnegan, do you have any questions? Yes. All right. What's the question? What time is it? <laughs> what time? What's that got to do with finance? Plenty. My mother pays me a nickel for every hour I stay away from home. Well, your mother sounds like a very logical woman. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, that's probably some dame calling me for New Year's Eve. Hello, honey. Oh, sorry, bud. You got the wrong number. 
Huh? You want to talk to Miss Duffy? Buddy, you do have the wrong number. <laughs> but I'll call her. Miss Duffy, telephone. A man's voice? Uh-huh. Oh, my. Hello, this is Miss Duffy speaking, and I'd love to. <laughs> I thought you said it was a man. Well, ain't it? It's my girlfriend, Katrinka Yarbuck. Even on television, she would have fooled me. Hello, Katrinka. What? A double date for New Year's Eve. Katrinka, you got a nerve asking me to go out when you know I'm engaged to be married. Where are we meeting them? Uh-huh. What does yours look like? Uh-huh. How about the one you got for me? Uh-huh. How tall? Four feet nine. Katrinka, you got a nerve asking me to go out when you know I'm engaged. What? You'll call me back. Katrinka, please don't bother. Unless you want to switch fellas. Archie, when are we going to start cutting prices? Why? Well, if it wasn't for high prices, I'd already be Mrs. Rodney Maximilian Haybinder. How come? Every week, Rodney promises me that as soon as prices come down, we'll get married. The nerve of that justice of peace charging $2 for a marriage license. Hello? Hello, Duffy. Duffy, I got the answer to making money. Yep. We cut prices 10%. It don't make sense? What sense got to do with it? It cannot. Yeah, a guy in a newspaper says that if we all get public spirited and cut prices 10%, it helps everybody. In other words, if Grogan sells beers for a nickel and we sell them for four cents, Grogan is dead. Huh? In that case, we should be public spirited, huh? Cut to 10%, but don't tell Grogan. Duffy, I'm glad you see the light. Well, gang, the crusade marches on. We're starting with our right foot forward. With Third Avenue against it, inflation has to go. Right, Miss Duffy? Right. Right, Eddie? Right. Right, Finnegan? Left. What? Excuse me, Arch. I started off on the wrong foot. I called up most of the merchants. Who did I forget? Oh, yeah, Willamette the Butcher. Hello? Willamette Ham Hock Heaven? Hello, Willamette. Uh, this is Archie. Uh, did you hear about the Third Avenue merchants cutting prices 10%? Well, uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh huh. Atta boy, Willamette. Good. Thanks a lot. What do you say? He says, from now on, instead of ten fingers on the scale, he's only going to put on nine. <laughs> and uh, now, uh, about us, Eddie. Uh, did you reduce the prices? Well, I took ten percent off the food and the beer, but I got one baffling question. Why? Uh, how are you going to reduce the price on the free lunch? <laughs> I got it. We throw 10% of it away. 
why don't you be real public-spirited and throw it all away? Well, we might do that, too. Yes, sir, this thing is really catching on, Eddie. Everybody in the neighborhood is cutting 10%. Except that Grogan, of course. Everybody? Yep. Colucci the fruit peddler, Nick the barber. He gonna take another flash? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna take another 10%. Oh, you mean shaven lotion is out and plasma is in? Yes, the whole neighborhood is behind us. And the guy I'm really proud of is Cavendish, the undertaker. He started what he calls the new Cavendish 10% layaway plan. Well, what's that? For every nine customers, he'll throw in one free. If he ain't careful, he's going to run his business right into the ground. And, Arch, there's another place I can take a cut. Who? Smith's Tattoo Parlor. The Tattoo Parlor? Yes. How can they take a cut? Well, instead of tattoo, they can cut one. <laughs> For a remark like that, you should go hang your head and let the rest of you dangle. <laughs> Now, let's see. Have we got everybody? How about the bees you burlesque? Uh, well, they said they'd like to take off another 10%. <laughs> they can't figure out where it's going to come from. <laughs> no. It means we got everybody but them and Grogan now. Archie, don't you think we ought to let Grogan in on this, too? What? Let him in? After that ugly rumor he started about our food... Imagine saying that when Callahan, the mounted cop, rides by the tavern and his horse neighs, our hash neighs back. <laughs> Absurd, ain't it, Eddie? Ridiculous. But I have heard it, Winnie. But, Archie, the newspaper man says that this plan won't work unless everybody gets in on it. Maybe we should let Grogan in. The only thing is, who tells him I can't talk to him direct? Why not? Violates the Third Avenue Businessman's Code. It's like Macy's talking to Gimbals. Hot Chapman talking to Marks. Like uh, Hornon talking to Hard If I deal directly with Brogan, it might lead to a straining protocol. Might also lead to a punch in the nose. That's what I was thinking. I think we better do things on a higher level and maybe send an ambassador. An ambassador, huh? Yeah, Eddie. Oh, you got anybody in mind, said he, cautiously backing away? <laughs> no, we won't need you. I'll send Finnegan. But we'll have to dress him up like an ambassador, you know. We'll get him a tuxedo and a walking stick and one of them black hamburger hats. Where could we get them? Uh, well, you still got that tuxedo in the back room you borrowed from Cavendish's The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Get it out, Eddie. Uh, hey, Finnegan. Finnegan, what? how would you like to be an ambassador? What's that, Arch? An ambassador? Well, uh, generally speaking, that's a guy that uh, says his country has something which it don't in order to scare another country into giving up something that it ain't got, so... <laughs> that both countries can agree to divide something that belongs to somebody else. Arch, huh? a point. What? Why don't they leave the countries alone and just divide up the ambassadors? 
And Ian, already you're talking like a diplomat. Nobody can make head or tails out of what you're saying. Now, let's see. Uh, here's your first official mission now. I want you to go over to Grogan's and tell him to cut his prices 10%. Uh, how do I go about it, Arch? Well, like an ambassador, you see. You've got to use a lot of tact and diplomacy. First, you ask him to cut his prices, see. Then if he says no, you start off by calling him a crook. See, that puts you in a bargaining position. Then, if he argues with you, you tell him he's a lousy Tory, see? Then if he says cutting prices won't help his business, you call him a filthy, dirty liar. But above all, use tact and diplomacy. Well, here you are, Mr. Archie. What? Cavendish's tuxedo. Oh, oh, thanks, sir. Uh, shall I throw the lily away? No, no, keep it in. It'll look like our ambassador's wearing a boutonniere. Uh, oh, Finnegan. Yeah, right? Finnegan, here, lay down and uh, try on his tuxedo. <laughs> oh, boy, a tuxedo. Let me try it on. Gee, these pants are sweat, Arch. That's good. Yeah, but there's something wrong with the coat. What? The sleeves keep folding across the chest. <laughs> Real ambassador, Eddie? Yep, a dead ringer. <laughs> okay, Penny, now take your hat and walking stick and get across the street to Grogan's. Okay, Arch? I'll keep in touch with you by cable. Eddie, I got a problem. What? Well, as soon as word gets around about this price cut, this place is going to be too small. Now, let's see. I wonder how we could break through that wall. Just lean against it. <laughs> well, who's going to do the cooking for all this mob? Me? No, I'll have to get an assistant for you, Eddie. Now, let's see. Who can I get? Uh... Oh, uh, how about Prince Michael Romanoff? Hey, good idea. I'll call him up. <laughs> and I thought I was being fantastic. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Mike? Uh, look, you're an expert on uh, cooking up gutsatory uh, uh, delicacies, ain't you? Well, how would you like a part-time job? Uh, money, no object. If it is his object, we're dead. <laughs> huh? Well, this is Archie from Duffy's Tavern, and we need an assistant cook. What types of food do we serve? Oh, things like... Uh, Roast breast of casserole. <laughs> Fresh Columbia River venison. <clears throat> with chutney, of course. <clears throat> Under glass. Under glass. Under stained glass. Under stained glass. Eddie. Stop disconcerting me, will you? What? What are our canopies made of? Well, the one out in front is made out of canvas. <laughs> You mean uh, canopies like uh, anchovy paste? Mike, at Duffy's, we don't use anchovy paste. When our anchovies come apart, we pin them together. <laughs> huh? What? Hmm. I see. Okay, goodbye. What happened? We couldn't get together on a price. What do you mean? 
Says he wouldn't come here for a million bucks. Oh, well, let's see. What else do we have to do? Uh... Well, uh, with them crowds coming here, we're, we're going to need more liquor. That's right, Eddie. Uh, better pour another gallon of water in the scotch. <laughs> Mr. Archie, if we water that liquor anymore, we're just going to be the middleman between the customers and the faucets. <laughs> Why don't you just serve them the water street? It'll be a lot stronger. Uh-huh. Archie, I'd like to help take care of the crowds, too. Okay, Miss Duffy, you can be the cigarette girl. Uh, I'll get you one of them short little skirts to wear, huh? Good. It'll give me a chance to show off my legs. On second thought, better wear what you got on. Well, at least they can see my face. On third thought, I think we'll keep the cigarette machine. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Duffy. How many people in the place? <clears throat> you mean counting me and Eddie? Two. <laughs> oh, sorry, Duffy. No, no customers. The, the joint is empty. Yep, even under the table. Huh? You got a report that Grogan's is doing a big business? Duffy, after all, Grogan's got a better location than we got. I know we're opposite each other, but don't forget, he's got the wind with him. <laughs> Stop worrying. Everything is going to be all right. I can't understand it, Eddie. We both cut prices 10%, and Grogan's getting all the business. What he got that we ain't got? Customers. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but why? Well, don't forget, Grogan's place is thick and sand. Food is good and fresh, and the kitchen's nice and clean. That's the trouble with business these days, Eddie. Dirty competition. <laughs> I'm going to check this thing. Hello? Better Business Bureau? Could you tell me why business ain't no better? <laughs> oh, that ain't your job. You just investigate complaints? What kind of complaints? Restaurants that put horse meat in a hash? Water in their liquor? Who am I? Uh, just a friend. Thank you very much. Hey, Eddie, look, let's look, look across the street at Grogan's. Hey, look at them over there. They're packed in there like fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, they got so many, they're throwing the little ones out. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes uh, our ambassador. Hey, Arch! Oh, you're back, Finnegan. Tell me, what happened at Grogan? Boy, did I sell Grogan your idea. Did you, huh? Yeah. Did you get him to cut his prices 10%? 10%? Oh, I got him to cut him 20%. 20%? Yeah, I maxed him double or nothing. Oh, Finnegan, you ruined everything. The next time I send an idiot someplace to louse things up, I'm going to go myself. 